Haters looking at me crazy. Cause I'm driving around Miss Daisy. And in college, I was lazy. You've been very defensive lately. But they were coming for my baby. Well, the podcast looking tasty and we getting money lately. Sorry. All right, so what we're about to do is go through my Twitter DMs, the ones that I share between myself and the Derapy Podcast Twitter. It's basically where I share tweets or stories that I see on the internet that I want to talk about. And we're just going to look at what I've been sending myself over the course of the past month, just so you guys kind of know what interests me on Twitter, what interests me around the interwebs. And we're kind of going to break down some stuff that I don't think is necessarily worth doing an entire podcast episode on. We're just going to like fly through a couple short things. And I hope you all enjoy. I do this without a dollar or cent for me. I won't stop and I don't bend the knee. Therapy. Season three of therapy. Season three of therapy. So we're starting off hot because on December 22nd, I actually shared this story with myself. It was actually just the headline and I plan on looking more into it. But then I forgot because I didn't think it really mattered that much. But today I got time. Today I got time, cuz. So the title of this article is from the New York Post and it's titled Marines told to stop using sir, ma'am to avoid misgendering superiors. Now, just so you understand, right? The New York Post is a, I would say they're more of a right-leaning politically news outlet, but the fact of the matter is, if this is a real thing, I still think it's kind of worth discussing. Does it personally affect me, how people in the Marines address each other? Nope. It doesn't mean anything at all. Do I think it's odd? Yeah, I mean, but do I think it matters? No. But for the sake of journalism, I am going to read you a bit of this article. So a exhaustive 738 page study that the Marines first commissioned in 2020 said traditional ways of addressing superiors were holding back gender integration. Quote, employing gender neutral identifiers eliminates the possibility of misgendering drill instructors, which can unintentionally offend or cause discord. Now, me personally, I was under the impression that when it came to like basic training, joining the Marines or the Navy or the National Guard or anything like that, the idea of the training is to make you uncomfortable. And I think that misgendering should be like really low on the list of priorities when it comes to disciplining people that are going to be putting their life on the line. But I don't know. Maybe there are a lot more non-binary and trans people in the Marines than I thought. And maybe it's important, but I don't know. You tell me. Uh, This was a two-year study uh, by the University of Pittsburgh's Warrior Human Performance Research Center. And it also said that, quote, the Army, Navy, and Coast Guard effectively de-emphasized gender in an integrated environment. Instead of saying ma'am or sir, recruits in these services refer to their drill instructors using their ranks or roles, followed by their last names. Now, honestly, I think that actually makes more sense. Instead of telling people, hey, stop saying ma'am, stop saying sir, I think it would make more sense to just call people by their name. I feel like that would actually quell a lot of the issues that we deal with um, in today's day and age, where it is an issue of people being misgendered. Um, Just call people by their name. Or call people by their rank. You know, who cares? Him, her, really doesn't matter. So, eh, eh, eh. There's a reason why I didn't go into a great detail. Sorry? There's a reason why I didn't go into great detail about it. Why there isn't a therapy episode about it. Because this is um, what I would like to refer to as kind of a non-story. Well, I think the only thing that is kind of important is the fact that apparently 
first of all, the way this is written, yeah, this is definitely coming from um, like somebody that's not like truly a journalist at heart. Because one of the lines of this article says, the woke recommendation was made in a new $2 million report commissioned by the Corps from the University of Pittsburgh. A what recommendation? Woke recommendation isn't something that I could get away with writing a story from the School of Journalism that I went to. I think what's more important is the fact that this is part of a $2 million report. So that's interesting, but not that interesting. Now, in completely unrelated news, uh, back on December 23rd, Antonio Brown, who, if you've been listening to the show for a little while, you know, I think kind of sucks as a person. Um, Whether or not his behavior is the result of some traumatic brain injury that he suffered while playing professional football doesn't really matter to me. It's not an excuse to be a jerk. It just doesn't matter. Around a month ago, on December 23rd, he leaked DMs, which, by the way, is just kind of a mean and... You know, shady. It's just not really a nice thing to do when somebody talks to you about something in confidence or they're trying to reach out to you privately. I think releasing those is is pretty whack. Just generally speaking, unless somebody's doing something criminal or something that they deserve to be like publicly shamed over. But Antonio Brown leaked these DMs from Tom Brady, <laughs> the Goat Man, <laughs> and basically, it's. I think he was trying to make Tom Brady look bad. But it actually is just Tom Brady being incredibly kind. This is what Tom Brady reportedly messaged Antonio Brown. You have a chip on your shoulder. And the mental slash emotional ultimately defines the best of us. I face it a lot. Why are people so critical and hating? Why is it fair? I believe it's because I slash we handle it, although it's hard. That resilience will be tested every day. Don't give in. You can handle it. And when you aren't feeling great, call me. We can do anything. And we'll always rise above our doubters and naysayers because we always have. It's not right, but yeah, it's just like a whole bunch of like really motivational stuff. I don't understand why Antonio Brown would leak this stuff. Also, unrelated, and this isn't even a part of the Twitter DMs, just because I'm talking about it and I might never talk about Antonio Brown again. He's like gone out of his way to like really disrespect uh, Tom Brady's now ex-wife. Like he would post a picture with her hugging him or try and sell shirts with her and him on them like very strange stuff um he would like just just basically implying that something's going on between antonio brown and the mother of tom brady's children and it really doesn't make any sense because tom brady's just never done anything bad to the guy that i know of and if he did do anything bad to him you would think it's something antonio brown would leak or share with the world but he's just like attacking tom brady for no reason like i don't have any like strong feelings for or against tom brady i just think he's just so happens to be like the most acclaimed the football player ever. Like he just happens to be the goat. You know, good for him. He's really good at football. I mean, I think he should retire, but <laughs> you know, that's a totally different conversation. So yeah, there's another story that happened, but it's not really that big of a deal. So I'd never really made an episode about it. All right, so this one's kind of fun. It's not fun like for the people involved, but the fact that it's on the internet and you're about to know about it is kind of ridiculous. So. I shared this tweet with myself, and the title of it, the caption of this post is, Man proposes to his girlfriend after 10 years, casually, while she's driving. She says no because of how long they've been together, and she felt the way he did it was thoughtless. Who's wrong and who's right? Now, we are going to listen to the video, and we're going to kind of break it down, because it'll be fun. You know what? This could have been its own episode, but whatever. Here we go. I ain't going to record you, because that's 
up. Like I just proposed to my After girl. Ten years, my, so yeah, we've been together. Yeah, we've been together for 10 years. Right off the bat, I completely understand the frustration from our girl here because I don't think it should take you 10 years to come to the conclusion that you want to be with somebody forever. It took me around four. It took Spice a little less. But generally speaking, maybe after a year or two. Now, okay, to be fair, right? Spice and I had lived together for three or four years already so we weren't really going to be in for any type of crazy surprises once we decided to be engaged and then get married but 10 years so i truly want to know after five five years after seven, seven. years after eight and a half years Nine. if somebody would have asked this guy what he's still waiting for what would he have said uh, uh. like what more do you need to know about the woman you know if I just proposed to her and she just sitting here and just looking at the ring, you just sitting here looking at it. You ain't putting no thought into it. You ain't taking me out to dinner or nothing. No type of little setup, bro. Why do it? But flowers, nothing. Just this. Spoiler alert! I'm completely on the girl's side here. So she's basically saying, you know what? Yeah, you did propose, but you literally aren't trying at all. You're not good enough. For context, for. It's just so you kind of understand my perspective a little more in case you haven't listened to every episode I've ever put out. The way that I proposed to Spice just so happened to be in our apartment. But I tried to do something romantic. It didn't work. We went out to dinner and the vibes were just off because she had had like a really tough day at work. And she was essentially complaining throughout the entire meal just about how hard her day was, which is totally fine, but not the ideal place to be proposed to, you know. Then after we left dinner... I was trying to like take her to this very special spot in the middle of town, like in the middle of our town square. They called it the square in Murfreesboro. And there's this big monument, these steps with these lights on them. I thought that would have been an ideal place to propose. And she just, she just wasn't in the mood to take a stroll. We get back to the apartment and I'm thinking plan C. I try to take her out to this dock right over the water. Um, it just so happened that the sun was going down. It just seemed like really nice scenery. And she said, I don't know why I don't know why you want to go for a walk so bad. And I was like, okay, well, fine, whatever. I don't want to spoil it. It's fine. And then when we finally got back into our apartment, we were getting ready to go to a movie. And I was like, this ring is burning a hole in my pocket. I might as well just propose. But at least she wasn't like driving, you know, that that'd be kind of weird. So of all places to try and propose. You know, just while you're driving home from somewhere. And the girl clearly doesn't seem to be, like, in the mood. He's recording her. It's just, like, just read the room, man. If you waited 10 years, maybe you could wait a day or two longer to literally do anything. No flowers, no dinner, no nothing. Like, what's going on, man? Crystal. after 10 years. Crystal. No. You said you wanted to be want married. It. I don't want I went out and yeah, bought this like ring. five years ago. I don't want that shit. Damn, son. Another five years to what you mean? So ten years? Look, ten years for me. That 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 tells me if I want to spend the rest of my life with you. It don't take you ten years. People true colors. It not take you people true colors don't be coming. Like I gotta it see your true you colors. It do take people ten years. Everybody not the same. Like, I don't get it. What you talking about? Like 
So you really, so you really don't want to, you don't, don't want to marry me. My guys totally missed the boat here. It is not the fact that this girl doesn't want to marry you. It's just that she knew a long, long, long time ago, and you finally decided to do it. And you would think if you were going to wait that long, it would be this beautiful grand gesture. And we're just in the car right now. <laughs> it's just, dude, just take the L. The girl probably, like, probably really does love you. Cause like, why would you stay with somebody for 10 years if, if the feelings weren't deep, you know, just pack it in, apologize and just try again another day. Like with literally any amount of effort, you know? So you for the break up with me because I got you a ring 10 years later? What type of thought is this? We in the car. What you mean we in the car? Like it don't matter where you get proposed to. Mm, it kind of matters. As long as you get proposed to. I don't want that shit. Can you stop recording me? I'm not going to stop recording because you're unappreciative and I want to show the world how unappreciative my girl is. What? Like, I don't understand right now. Like, you got a hoe. Like, you know how much I spent on this ring and you complain about where I proposed to you at? Yeah, I think they're going to break up. <laughs> I think the... <laughs> Could you imagine your... <laughs> Could you imagine like your parents trying to explain to you, like trying to talk to you about the story of how they got married and <laughs> having to include the part where your dad is complaining about how much he spent on the ring? Like it's like at at the time of the proposal, like I feel bad. I honestly feel bad because, you know, 20, no, even 15, even 10 years ago, like a moment like this wouldn't exist where it's even appropriate to record you trying to propose to somebody in the car and then saying no like what a time to be alive like it's actually really messed up that you're even aware that this happened like the fact that i even know how much this relationship sucks is really unfortunate i feel bad for the girl and I feel bad for this guy. I mean, he, I mean, I don't feel that bad for him. But in the moment, like, I understand why he's emotional because he just proposed to somebody and they said no. Damn. But to post this on the internet, assuming that people are going to come away from this thinking that she's a bad person for being upset that you proposed to her after 10 years while she's driving is like, it's, it's just, you're just on the wrong side of this one, man. I'm sorry. Uh, toxic masculinity is at an all-time high because on December 24th, I found this tweet. Don't worry about how I found it. It's just the world of Twitter. This guy goes by Eric. His at is A-M-E-R-I-X. So Americ's maybe? Expose him! And he says, men, don't be emotionally attached to your children. Huh? A teacher doesn't attach to his students. A leader doesn't attach to his followers. A man who is emotionally attached to his children will be manipulated by his wife. Hashtag masculinity Saturday. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. I don't know if this is trolling or not. It's gotten to the point where there's so many ridiculous things on the internet. I don't even know who's joking and who's serious anymore. But let's do a little bit of digging, all right? I I'm going to do this live. Let me see if I can actually get to this guy's profile and see if this is like his normal vibe or if he's like a known troll. Let's see. Hey, it's taking me a little bit longer to find that information than I thought it would. So in the meantime, you know, if you were thinking about somebody today, maybe just shoot them a text and be like, hey, I was thinking about you. I love you. I'm proud of you. And I hope you're doing well. Enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> 
update. So um, I cut a little bit so I could just get back to this guy's profile. And this is his thing. Um, he starts a lot of his tweet out. Um, he begins a lot of his tweets by saying, men, men, like, like just, just men. Like, so his, that's his, yeah, this is his normal thing. Okay. So he's dead serious. So for example, two days ago, he said, men, a good woman is a good woman. Don't be a problem in your relationship. Don't stress someone's daughter because of your stupidity and weakness. Talk to him. Provide for her. Mm-hmm. Protect her. Okay. Precede her. All right. Penetrate her. Hey, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't read the rest of it before I read it. Um, not just her body, but her soul and spirit. Hashtag masculinity Saturday. Okay, so this is like his thing. All right, so he wasn't joking. So let's go back to his original, um, this original one that I found, the first one that I saw. Um... Yeah, don't be emotionally attached to your children is very, it's a very strange take. I, I don't really get that one at all. How do you not, how are you not emotionally attached to your children? They're like literally part of you. Like you made them. Like I would be emotionally attached to a pizza if I was the one that baked it. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand. Yeah, every part of this tweet is wrong actually. So don't be emotionally attached to your children is already insane. A teacher doesn't attach to his students. Why not though? Like, okay, I understand not having like a intimate relationship with every child that you teach because they're not your kids. Like it is your job to just be a teacher, but you should care about them. Like on some level, like you should like, let's say for example, one of your kids doesn't show up to class one day and you find out it's because they have cancer or something. Should you just be like, ah, well, (laughs) it's not my kid. I'm just teaching like that, that. That would be strange. That'd be a strange reaction to have. So I categorically disagree with the majority of this tweet. And then a leader doesn't attach to his followers. Why not? I feel like you don't really deserve to have followers if you can't like connect with them. And I would argue that attaching and connecting is kind of synonymous. So I don't really understand how you lead without having some level of compassion or care for the people that are following you, you know? Like, I would ideally emotionally attach to anybody that even takes the time to listen to 18 minutes of a podcast, you know? So I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. And then finally, a man who is emotionally attached to his children will be manipulated by his wife. I don't even really see what one thing has to do with the other. Um, <laughs> That's weird. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I just don't really understand that. Let me see what the replies to this tweet are, actually, because I want to understand... Like, maybe it is all one big joke. Like, I I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth on this. Like, does everybody understand that this guy is, like, trolling? Or is this, like, is he, is he dead ass? Who knows? (laughs) No, this is the duality of Twitter, actually. Because the first comment I see underneath it says, true. And then the next comment I see says, keep that dumb shit in Kenya, bro. So... Yeah, this other person says, is this a parody account? I don't know. Like, I literally don't know. Because the thing is, even if it is a parody account, right? There are a lot of people that are like unironically agreeing with it. So if it is a parody account, if it's all meant to be satire, it's doing a bad job, actually. So just, I don't know, if you're like a young, impressionable person, which I think most of the people listening to my show aren't. Yeah, y'all are grown. But if you're just an impressionable person in general, if you're the type of person that follows people online and is looking for like solid advice on how to like treat people in your life like just watch out for like accounts like this on twitter because i don't even know if they're meant to be serious but some people are taking them seriously and just don't do that because it's twitter 
Okay, so I just realized I've only gotten through like five days worth of my Twitter messages and I'm already 20 minutes into recording. So I think that this is like really stimulating stuff and I think I should continue to do more of this. Uh, the next tweet that I have here is actually a thread uh, that was posted. It's a Twitter thread that was posted on December 28th. And it's uh, the caption of the thread is before the year ends, I wanted to document the most unhinged conservative moments of 2022 in one place. I, that is definitely something that sounds like it deserves its own episode. So if you're interested in that, you know, let me know. I'm a very easy person to get in touch with. But in the meantime, um, this is about the length of episode that I would like generally. So if you want more of my Twitter DMs exposed to myself, then let me know. If you have any feedback about the episode, actually, you know, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Uh, you can say literally whatever you want. The background music sucks. Your rapping sucks. Your podcast sucks. Whatever. As long as it's like constructive and you leave five stars uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. They're letting you rate on both of them. Uh, tomorrow, I might just put out a YouTube version of this because I really need to get back on my YouTube grind. As I mentioned in my last episode or session forget which one um i started a new job and i'm gonna be back at that job tomorrow so i'll keep doing this as long as i can i mean i'm gonna do it forever but you know what i mean love you mean it enjoy the outro calling my phone but they know i don't answer in the hood i'm like princess diana i'm thick because i beat in oats it's not taking shit from me but notes wanna be me so she do my emotes and my name in her mouth so i bet she gon' choke tell her man i'm the girl of his dreams think about me when he brushing his teeth he keeps texting, I leave him on scene. Hottest bitch out, and they know what I mean. Know what I mean. Like, rah, keep it a stack. Bitches move out, cause they know I got bands. They be chatting, I don't give a damn, and I'm still getting money, I know who I am. Tryna be low, he gon' hit on my gram. If he small, he gon' act like a fan. If you bigger, they got your head gas. Bitches slow, so I give him a pass. Like, rah, keep it a stack. Bitches move out, cause they know I got bands. They be chatting, I don't give a damn, and I'm still getting money, I know who I am. Tryna be low, he gon' hit on my gram. If he small, he gon' act like a fan. Think you bigger, they got your head gas. Bitches slow, so I give him a pass. Looking at me like who bigger than she i'm the one who they wishing to be taking my time because i don't want to be if you making a plate then i already ate i book a flight and go chill in tulum turn her heads when i walk in the room i know he want me his bitch is a lame and she making a year what i spent on the team making it rain doing my thing and i'm young still got that money my pockets is chubby nothing was the same taking your boo making it move like flexing on niggas and bitches addicted feeding for me how they usually do like rah, keep it a stack. Bitches move out cause they know I got beans. They be chatting, I don't give a damn, and I'm still getting money, I know who I am. Tryna be low, he gon' hit on my gram. If he's small, he gon' act like a fan. If you bigger, they got your head.